Alright kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Uh, this is a Tay. Um, of course, I start the show and I get a text message. Um... Um, any minute. Uh, of course I get thrown off. Sorry. Step. Okay. Wow. So much stuff I have to share. Um, wow. Good morning. Good afternoon from wherever you are right now. Good morning. First of all, levels. And that's exactly what I was doing to get on my phone and pull up Podbean. So let's see without too much feedback. Later. Later, alligator. Um, the original. So welcome back. A lot of changes. Original. Red. Pill. Joe. Oh, yes. S-H-O-W. And no, I don't need my glasses. Okay. Um, interesting. It's not live. What the hell's going on? What about this one? Aha. Here we go. Hello. Nothing. Nothing. Defamatory, harassing, obscene, or racist comments is prohibited. We ain't no shit. Can you hear me? It should be. But I don't hear nothing. Unless my Bluetooth is on my phone. Which it could be. Here we go. Let's try this. Because it does say. Hello. Hello. <gasps> it is working. Okay, now enough of that. I'm going to have to turn on my phone because it's just going to, we're going to be in uh, a reflection of a reflection of a reflection in a loop. Okay, so there's that. I am going to check the music. See how this sounds because I'm getting tired of that bullshit.
All copyright free material off of YouTube. Yes. I'm gonna have to close my windows. Okay, that don't sound too bad. Does it? What about this one? Creating your first video? You should no. start with the music. Go to artlist.io and get high quality music and sound. No copyright music. Video Just stop, please. Thank you. Uh, it's okay. Bam, 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 punk rock. Classic rock. Here we go. Classic rock. Well, that's not too bad. Uh, no. I like the punk rock one. Let's see. That ain't too bad. This All right, if it was a comedy show. Cinematic metal. Let's see. Ooh. This one. Mm. 
Needs a little guitar work. I might add a track to this with my guitar, but I I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, a couple more. Quit going to college. It's a good advice. Excellent. Your job. Okay. Where's all the guitar at, man? Or not? All right, a couple more. There's some guitar, little blues. That's okay. Cars and bikes, this can't be good. Sounds like um, the cult. Love removal machine. That's what I hear. Hey, 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 hey. Love removal machine. I will never sing like Ian Raspberry. Is that his name? Sci-fi military. What's this? Ooh, that's kind of... Hmm. If this kicks up, I kind of like this. Ooh. That's number two. Me liking.
Kind of pick up though, guys. Yeah, I mean, if this picked up in energy of music, this would be the shit. This would be. See, again, I might have to add a guitar track to that, but that's pretty fucking cool. All right, so that's enough of that. So how you doing today? I guess we should get formalities out of the way. Does everything sound okay? Got to explain why. What's this about? Poppy Live. Hello. Does everything sound okay? Please sound check, radio check. Hello. Check one, check, check. All right, I'm going to assume that it is okay. We have a couple of people in the live chat room, which you're always welcome to comment uh, and share your opinions, call in, whatever, leave comments, and join in participation because the, the uh, it's an added dimension when you guys do this, when you come in talk call in whatever so i'm going to have to assume that everything sounds good it sounded good over the phone but i had to i had to definitely get out of there really quick um because i would have got caught in an eternal loop i don't want to do that so all right adjusted my mic okay so forgive me it's been a while there's been a lot of things going on One of which, now I'm looking at all of my stuff on my... Here, I think this is it. I'm at a desktop. Let's see. Just so much stuff going on with me. I mean, I can't even... There we go. The original Red Pill Show. Yep, that's what it is. Welcome to a brand new episode. Okay, there's that. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Where, jeez, where is all my stuff, man? Huh. Build a better something. RPS intro here. Like batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Alright, so I don't want to listen to all that shit either. Because this is this is a test. So forgive me, there's like, oh, it's this now. It's like there are changes coming. I am not going to share just yet what they are. However, a lot of things going on with me the past 10 days have been the best 10 days of my life okay specifically and very pithy is in the past month i've met my soulmate her and I are basically the same person, I guess, but male, female. There isn't one thing yet that we don't agree on. And anything that's gray is politics, but it's not even 
that extreme, which is amazing. So anyway, on top of that, I got stuff going on in my personal career thing that uh, is changing, and that's been amazing, but no details yet. So she has, my girlfriend is a, uh, one of many things, but a professional vocal trainer, coach, whatever you want to call it. Now I've heard many times people do that and it's like, oh, I'm a vocal coach. And it's like, okay, whatever. And and in that genre or topic, and by the way, she's going to join me in my next podcast. And this is why I'm asking how the sound is because I have a, how many channels is this thing? One, two, three, four, five, five, well, technically four, but Anyway, two XLR input, uh, inputs for two separate mics. So kind of think a co-host and a host or like Joe Rogan and a guest. It's going to be two me- two mics in the same show, location, whatever. Instead of doing it Zoom or StreamYard or whatever over the phone, it's going to be in person. So I had to set all that up, which it's all ready to go. And I I wanted to do a little test show flying solo. And that's why I'm on right now. And it's been a while. And actually, (laughs) the ratings have been higher since I've been off for about a month, which is interesting. That's all I have to say. And and impressive and very humbling for me. So thank you for that. But I've heard, oh, I'm a vocal coach. I'm a vocal whatever. And it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway, so she has been, she gave me like one or two lessons at the most. And they really weren't, I mean, one was officially a a lesson. But the ones I've been working on. And the singing ability that, she has taught me I didn't even know existed. And essentially, so, you know, and I want her on to talk about this too, but you know how you, like right now, I'm talking pretty much through my throat because that's where your vocal cords are. And it's where you're taught in your brain ever since we learned how to scream as an infant the first time in our first gasp of air, that's how we are innately trained or programmed to talk. When I first started doing this show way back in 2008, my voice was horrible, horrible. It's like, oh my God. But after years and time and listening and inflections and microphones and graphic equalizers and yada, 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 I have pretty much come to where I'm happy with my voice. Singing is no different. And my voice might seem a little more, little more, but not fully more nasally because how she's taught me 
to sing is essentially, and you should do your homework on this, using resonance. And that is getting getting your voice out of your throat into your nose and your head and then back down into your mouth and then from your heart, okay? So I'm like starting all over again with vocals, except now it's singing as where it used to be. I started at the beginning doing this. That was self-taught. This is not. And I, all I can, all I can say is I'm floored. I'm floored. Check into. I don't know if it's classic, classically trained music, vocally, or whatever. I like I said. I wish she was here because she could say it. But there is a system and different ways and school of thoughts of training a vocalist. And after, after you get this, then you're like, Oh, I mean, right away I can sing, I can tell when a vocalist is singing from their throat or I can tell when they're singing with resonance. And I can tell you probably about 90% minimum are singing with resonance. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. That's all I can tell you. So check into that. Cause if you don't think that you can sing and you're convinced of it, then I encourage you to look into what I'm telling you. And when she's on here, it'll be open. Like it always is on every show. It'll be open. Anything, whatever you want to talk about. Fascinating stuff. I feel like it's a, it's a, deep secret that only certain people are privileged to because I've, I've been around music since I was 13 and I'm like, okay, well, even though I was in choir and I can match notes and stuff, you know, I'm never going to become anything with my voice. Since then I've been singing along and practicing with songs and by songs like simple minds alive and kicking um, Scott Stapp, Creed, Weathered, things like that. Um, Rick Springfield, uh, The Voodoo House, which is an awesome fucking song. Um, Southern Cross by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And and more and more. So <laughs> I, there's just no way that I could even come close, let alone, oh, my God, that's horrible. Sammy Hagar. I am hitting those high notes with this resonant frequency style singing, and it's insane. So that's where I'm going to leave that for now. And this is kind of a nice uh, transition or segue into this. Now, I love music. Music is a different language. It's vibration. It's emotion. It's energy. It's it's everything. And it is very important to me. A lot of the best times of my life and worse, but mostly the best times can be related to music. So if I hear a song, it takes me back emotionally and time wise to a certain point in my life. 
music, uh, I shouldn't say music sucks. The music industry sucks. And people that will remain anonymous, I've been talking to them about this on and off. And more so recently. And here's my thing on this, okay? Music sucks because there's some greedy motherfucking people in here that want to work off the backs of other people. I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Just the hard work and the practice and the things that you don't see, just to become noticed in this industry, not to mention an A-lister in a, in a radio, not a radio, a, a record deal and things like that. Now, this is just me talking, okay? This is me. Not a reflection of or opinion of anybody else. But if you add up all the hours in this and that, in the practice, in the research and all this, it's like you've got to be kidding me. And the one chance in a million you become a rock star or a pipe, a pop icon or uh, a vocalist, uh, country music, whatever genre, and you become a superstar is very, very small. But then when you do, the only way you can get to that level is by quote unquote playing the game. And the game is not fun. Now, I've had discussions again with people that will and have to keep their anonymity. Uh, and I can't, I can't even verify some of them, but I just have to take their word for it. Just put it that way. And w one or two agree with, well, that's the way it is. And if you really want to share music and that's really what you want to do, then why wouldn't you essentially play the game? Well, because the rules of the game suck and they're not in the best interest in fairness of equity and monetization to the artist, period. And that's where we have been ever since, well, it, it's at its worst now with streaming. I don't know what the number is, but I was told allegedly for each play on a streaming service, the artist gets like 0 .000001 of a penny is income, which I think is just, I mean, it, it it's something ridiculous. I don't know how many decimal points it is, but it's not a penny. It's like point zero 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 one or some shit like that. It's like you got to be kidding me. Where Where is that going? And that's what the artist gets. And of course, you got to be on a platform and this and that, a streaming service for people to even listen to it. I guess you could do something like this and do your own thing and do your own recording and put it there out on to a streaming service because I can do it with my podcast and so can you. So 
it seems to me with logic and common sense that you could do that with music. I don't think that's the way it's going to go. I could be wrong though. I, it makes sense that it could go that way, but I don't, I don't think it's going to go that way. I did at one point with the uh, cloud cloud. Uh, what's that cloud service? There's a cloud something and not the cloud, but the cloud streaming or cloud SoundCloud. I think that's it. SoundCloud and some other specifically music um, platforms that you can share your music with. I don't want to I don't want to even want to get into the copyright thing. Okay, because I'm divided on that. The the copyright is what's hurting a lot of people, but you do have to protect your material. I I think it's my opinion. Copywriting it so it doesn't get copied and used by somebody else like IE you write a song, you don't copyright it. Somebody hears it and they steal it literally and then they record it, copyright it, and you just got fucked. Okay, that, that, yes, copyright, copyright material protection, absolutely. But when it comes to sharing, I don't know if you can have a full copyright for protection, but then full copyright limited to sharing or unlimited. I don't know. But that's where the problem lies because I have all the music I play on my show. I have permission, verbal permission to play their music. But every single time I play it, an algorithm pops up and it makes it sound like shit. It's inaudible. And then I get copyright strikes or th threatening this and that. Oh, copyrighted material. Yeah, no shit. But what happened to innocent until proven guilty or ask? Or something will pop up and go, do you have permission to use this? Yes. So my whole, my whole point of that is, is that the stuff is not getting out and not being shared, i.e. like Napster. Okay. But that's a touchy subject too. The whole thing is this, in my perception, the entire music industry minus the artists do not want you to have that music their music, the music in some type of physical form in your possession. It's the only thing I, it's the only thing I can think of. They don't want you to have that. So you don't share it. Think of it like a, a video game for your proprietary gaming system. You get one copy, it's yours and you can't, you can't take that and share it with somebody because it's yours. And then there's also a registration code and this and that. Okay. I get that. But here's the thing. So your, your friends come over. I have a PS five. Hey, check this game out. Hey, that, that's fucking cool. Hey, can I borrow that? If they could even load it, you know, or not irrelevant, but the point can I, can I take that home and check it out? Yeah, sure. Back in the day that that was possible. I don't think it is now. So let's say it, it may or may not be regardless. 
Now that's in the hands of your friend and it's your property, but they're borrowing it to check it out. Then it's like, hey, dude, give me my fucking game back because I want to play it now. So then they give it to you unless they're an asshole. If you have those friends that borrow shit from you, whether it's clothes or guitars or whatever, and, and it disappears, you never get it back, uh, which has happened to me more than once. It's like, give me my game back, man. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Thanks, man. Here, dude, is your game back. Play. But with music, we're going to go back in the time machine here because I want to I, I want to make my point and I'm going to tell you where I think this is all going, which it's already going that way. And what I've done to help support it, because it's the way it's like the Mandalorian. This is the way. Whether anybody likes it or not. So it's a trend. It's what Dwayne says to me, my God complex and my predictions. And like, how did you know that? It's really not that difficult. Behavior and trends tells somebody where things are headed. But before that, and like these people love doing, we we have to look back or quote unquote re-engineer it, reverse engineer it, not re-engineer, reverse engineer it from where it is now to backward started. And this all started with the radio and albums, LPs, vinyl, because in order to play music on the radio, it had to be an LP vinyl record form. Okay. Now I was under the assumption and was corrected that every time, like when you listen to the radio, like when I was a kid in the seventies, you know, you listen to the radio and the music and I didn't know the artist got a royalty or something for that. I guess they did. I would really like to know what it was because I bet you in today's dollars, it's a hell of a lot more money than it is now on streaming. But regardless, streaming is a more personal thing. Nine times out of 10, people are listening to it either through their earbuds or their Bluetooth speaker or in their car. Okay. Radio is listened to by more than one person with the same thing. So the exposure is on a mass level whoever wants to hear it through public airwaves anywhere that can receive that signal i.e a radio okay not to mention it's not only just in the earshot of the person listening to it like streaming other people can hear it and go what the f what the fuck is that oh same hagar standing hampton i'll fall in love again oh wow that's fucking awesome. So you you get more customers and fan base by attraction, not promotion. And not by regulation or controlling it, suppressing it is what you're doing. And you don't even realize it. So I reverse engineered this in my head back to when all this shit started. Radio records, selling records, but not even going that far. Going to the music store. My girlfriend and I were in Walmart and we were looking through the $5 bin for uh, movies, see, uh, DVDs and, and Blu-ray. 
and that was in the electronics department. And we went over to the music place where they are trying to sell CDs, but there's a whole top shelf, half of an aisle full of vinyl records. And I can't tell you, cause most of you never experienced this, but ever since I was a teenager and even probably my parents, cause my parents had stacks of albums. So this goes without sounding like I'm dating myself. This goes even to my parents' generation that they had a stack of albums, which totally destroyed my country music uh, affinity because of my dad. Because I mean, some of it I love, but some of it I cannot stand because he'd come home every night drunk playing that fucking shit. And he sang great, but he couldn't play the guitar to save his life. And some of the stuff, it's that twangy old wow, 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 And no, you know, no disrespect to anybody, but it's good Lord. And then the lyrics say, well, I just got home and I found my wife in bed. And then the next thing you know, I lost my best dog named Fred. Like it's like what? Okay, so it's all like depressive fucking shit, and then it's just how miserable your life is. I was like, this this music sucks. Why in God's name? And I was a single digit kid, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ruin me with country music, just good to this day. Sorry, but there are some that I like, and country music is not what it used to be. Like Luke Bryan. Uh, Keith Urban, which is eh, not really country, but still, you know, that it's, it's rock, it's light rock country. And I'm all for that. But again, the way that people discovered music was through the radio. Then you heard it on the radio. You're like, Holy shit, I love this. And you ran to the record store. And then there's aisles and aisles and bins full of, but labeled by artists with LPs in it. And you're thumbing through it. And every time I went to go find an album, I found it, I grabbed it, but then I looked at other albums by the same artist because they were in the same sleeve of the bin or something next to it. Or like, oh, well, fuck, you know, there's Van Halen. Let me thumb through that and see what's through there. And then not to mention, you pick it up. The optics, it's like eye candy for the album covers. And then when you opened it and got, got it home, the liner for the album usually had the lyrics on it. And a little artwork and this and that, credits and pictures and fucking whatever. Uh, the front of the album's what caught your eye was nothing more than art uh, for the most part. And then the back of it was the songs and pictures and, and whatever they wanted to put on it. So not only was it eye candy, you went there for ear candy. So it was great. And more than once I bought more than one album, or if I couldn't find the album I went there for, cause they sold out of it, I would definitely grab another one. It's like, well, fuck, I didn't come here for nothing. So I'm going to grab another album. And on and on and on. Then you go home, you throw it on there. And then you're looking at the album cover and the liner notes and whatever they put on the liner. 
uh, other than the notes, obviously the lyrics or whatever. And you just sat there and you were just mesmerized and fell into the world of the album optically and musically. Okay. Then if you sold enough albums, then you went on tour and then you sold your merch and everything like that. The thing is these artists, Because, and nobody, nobody is selling CDs anymore because there's no reason for it. So when it went from albums to quite possibly cassettes, here's another story. So if I would, <coughs> excuse me, if I was a friend's house and I heard this album, I go, this is fucking awesome. I love this song. Well, I could put it on a, on a cassette for you and take it and play it in your car. I'm like, wow, this is cool. And then I would want more. So I would go buy the album, believe it or not. Not to mention, I probably bought specific albums at least five times in my life for whatever reasons. And cassettes for that, not cassettes, CDs for that matter, too. Because you lose them, they break, you know, like, again, you borrow them to somebody and never see them again. Oh, what happened to it? I gave it back to you. Yeah, okay, one hour. Gee, thanks, friend. And then that process would continue. And then if somebody heard it with me, i go, dude, yeah, check this out. Blah, 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 blah. Who is that? Oh, it's blah, 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 blah. Here. You like this song? I'll put it on cassette for you. Take it home. Listen to it. And they did. And so on and so on. It exponentially grew. And they bought the album too. Okay. And then it happened a little bit with CDs, but CDs, number one, you know what? Whoever invented the packaging for CDs should be fucking shot. I just tried opening something yesterday. And it's all plastic and sealed. It's like, holy shit, man. What the fuck is it? You know, what is it like the nuclear launch codes in this thing or what? I couldn't get into it. And like, this is just like getting into the old CDs, man. So number one, it was aggravating right then and there. And, you know, not a big deal, but a big enough. I wanted to aggravate you. And then you finally get it and you pop it in and the CD case disappears. Cause, oh, you know, that's nice. That's pretty cool. Because CDs were nothing more than mini albums. But you couldn't read them. The fuck, the shit was too small. And there wasn't a lot of space to put stuff on there, like an album cover or an album or liner notes. Liners. And trust me, you're much more comfortable or you're careful, probably comfortable too, with an album than you are a CD. Or CD, you know, for, and that's why they had CD holders or you just threw it in your console in your car or you threw it on your dresser, your console, your entertainment center uh, in your house or you laid them in the kitchen or just or whatever, you know, or left them in the player. Where's that CD? Would you check in the CD player? Oh, <laughs> whoops. I thought I lost that. Or you sit on it and it cracks and it breaks, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And CDs were awesome. I would say around 1980 or 82, they really came out big time. Why they were 20, $25 beats the shit out of me. I can assume it was a little expensive. And then they finally, finally brought it down to like 10 bucks. 
And then came iTunes and iPod players, changing the format from the CD to MP3, put it in your library, put it on your iPod or MP3 player and enjoy it that way. Cause it was more convenient for you instead of having a fucking CD every time you wanted to listen to your favorite music, i.e. cassette tape for the most part. For some of you that don't know, there was a thing called a Sony Walkman that was a very cool gizmo that you could listen to cassettes on with headphones. It just played cassettes. Check it out. I didn't want to get into A-Tracks. A-Tracks were cool, but they were for boom boxes. And God, I played Michael Jackson's Off the Wall a million fucking times. September by Earth, One and Fire a gazillion times. Uh, I, I want to kind of skip over A-Tracks. A-Tracks are cool. But A-Tracks aren't going to save the music industry. But they are definitely cool. Until your player eats the fucking tape. And then you're like, uh-oh. And I didn't know this. All you got to do is pull on the spring-loaded side of the A-Track. Pull it real quick and release it. And it zips all back in there. And I'm like, motherfucker. A friend showed me that. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. I go, well, my A-Track player ate my tape. It's garbage. He goes, like, no, it's not. And, you know, Look. Ding, boing, goes right back up there. I'm like, motherfucker. Okay. So, so you had your you had your cassettes, you had your albums, and then we went to the digital format for your convenience and selling songs on iTunes for 99 cents. I'm not even bringing the Napster thing in because Napster's irrelevant. That was just... That was where the sharing thing, the sharing thing needs to happen, but not taking, not taking the material. Oh, look what I got for free. Because technically that's stealing. Okay. I mean, you really want to get, get down to it. It's that that's not yours. Okay. But I, I, I don't think people. Not all of them. Like, oh, look what I stole. I stole this song off Napster. It's like, no, I got this off Napster because this is awesome. But I didn't pay anything for it. Napster could have been the format to really, really propel the music industry into. It was a free form of freaking iTunes, pretty much. And I wouldn't doubt if that's where Steve Jobs got the idea from, to be perfectly honest, the way his brain thinks or did. It's like, well, hell, you know, this thing caught on. Why don't we just charge 99 cents for it and then have a gizmo that you can transfer your favorite songs to the gizmo and it's portable. That's very plausible and probably true, but I can't confirm or deny it because I don't know. I'm not Steve Jobs and he's dead. And uh, although I'm told somebody knew him, I'll put it that way, uh, I, I can't confirm or deny that. Uh, <laughs> so we go from the iTunes era in the MP3 player slash iPod, then the Zune and the Sansa and all the other knockoff MP3 players. And the Zune was the shit. 
I would dare say the Zune was better than the iPod. I'm just saying. That thing was fucking cool. It really was. I still have mine. But I've done my homework, and uh, Microsoft does not support the Zune or the software anymore, but you can get it. And I tried downloading it, and just it, it won't even download. Well, it downloads, but then I load it after it uh, expands from compression format, and uh, it just it stops loading. This is like uh, cannot load or fatal error or some shit. I don't know. Or missing file or whatever Windows likes to say. Because otherwise, I'd use it again. So that has been killed for a reason. And it's just ironic that all of them disappeared at the same time. Like somebody execute order 6066. That was the emperor, by the way. Execute order 66. See my voice? <laughs> Fucking nasal, man. That's the resonant thing. Anyway. And the emperor's all throat. He's all fucking throat. Anyway. Somebody executed Order 66. And no more MP3 players. Just like that. And that was a hot market. So, bye-bye. And then in comes streaming. You got all your streaming services, this, that, everything else, whatever. Now everybody did it. And that's the way most of us listen to music. So now you took a whole culture and a whole system that was based on exposure in a process that everybody, everybody, the fans, the artists to a point more so than now benefited from that system. Nobody's benefiting from this system except the music industry, minus minus the artists and the fans for that matter. Because it's all personal. It's all one-on-one -on -one listening. You may be lucky enough to hear some great music on terrestrial radio, but then you got you got serious satellite radio. That's cool. See, here was something I came up with when it was called a serious music player, and it was portable, and I had one. I was a big, huge Sirius radio, Sirius satellite radio fan. They had a gizmo that was a personal handheld satellite radio, and I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if, okay, I'm listening to this Van Halen song, and there was a download button go, Download and purchase song for 99 cents. That would have been great, but it never happened. And it should have. Because the trending and the momentum and the behavior was going that way. Could you imagine listening to the radio? And you go, even Sirius Satellite Radio now. And go, and you're in your car and you have a hard drive, which they started putting hard drives in because you could rip your CDs to MP3s. And but now you got satellite radio. It's like, man, I love this fucking song. I forgot about this song. Bam, download and buy it for a buck. That would have been great. Or you're on your computer or your cell phone or any gizmo that you can listen to Sirius Satellite Radio through their app now and go, I love this song. I forgot all about it. Bam. Download it, purchase it, 
in your library, but that still doesn't help you getting that out either directly or indirectly to your friends and your family to grow the market. It stops at you. It's going no further than you. When it was done the other way, you were part of the process and in the middle of that process to help artists sell their music. And it wasn't even your motive or narrative to sell their music. It was to share their music so someone else could buy it. That's no mas, no more. So what's going to change all this stuff? Well, I can tell you one thing. It's not going to be anything that the music industry minus the artists are going to do. It's all about greed. It's all about containment. It's all about keeping the physical form out of the um, fans' hands. And that's just the way it's going to be, like it or not. Here's what's going to change that. What is old is new again, and that's going to be vinyl albums, okay? It's going to start all over again, minus the radio. Instead of starting at the radio, it's going to start at the albums, okay? I just ordered, and it's going to show up today, I just ordered a Audio-Technica $300 turntable, okay? And I did my homework on them. It's got... It's got, for, for y'all that don't know this, because this goes way back to my teenage years, a phonograph, i.e. record player, that's what that means, by the way, has RCA connectors that went to an amplifier. You just couldn't play the record through the phonograph unless it was a self-contained one or had that big fucking sound horn, which was the RCA music uh, corporate symbol forever with the dog listening to it. Because this, this technology goes back to Thomas Edison. So what does that tell you? Okay. Whom I'm not a fan of, but regardless, just forget that. He ripped off Tesla. Try to. <sighs> just look up the current wars and then you'll get into that rabbit hole. But that's not what I want to talk about. This technology goes back to the early 1900s. What exact date? I do not know. So with all the advancements, all the technology, everything that we have, we're going back to the future. <laughs> we're going back to 1900-ish with that technology. Now, this phonograph has RCA connectors, so I can buy a separate amplifier and a separate set of speakers and play it that way. However, this one has a little preamp in it and Bluetooth. So I can start playing the album and Bluetooth it to any device I want to, to listen to it, i.e. speaker, uh, PA system, which I have for music and enjoy it that way. So that's cool. You don't need to buy a whole system. Just so you know, buy the one with the Bluetooth and a preamp, and here's the other, here's what's going to change everything. And artists are already jumping on board with this. Okay, I just saw 
a YouTube video with Michael Anthony, the former bassist of Van Halen. And it was with uh, Eddie, uh, what's his face? Um, Trunk? Is that it? Trump? Trump. Truck? Trunk? Eddie Trunk? Anyway. He has his own music show. has been around for a long time. Used to be on MTV. Interviews people left and right. I encourage you to listen to him. He was interviewing Michael Anthony because the 5150 studio where, which was in Eddie Van Halen's house where they did all the recording and practicing has so much unreleased material. It's fucking insane, which I don't know who owns that property. I E I would assume the Van Halen's own it, which, I'm sure Wolfgang does, but I don't, I don't know. The point is there's a bunch of fucking unreleased material in that vault and someone's going to have to make a decision. What's going to come out now. Here's what Michael Anthony said. I only can tell you what I was told to tell you. <laughs> so remember trending. Okay. So they're going to go back to the Sammy Hagar era in the very beginning of it, beginning of it with the 5150 album and re-release it. And from what I understood, add some bonus tracks to it, but it's only going to be available on the LP album vinyl. Okay. I'm like, huh, what does that mean? So artists are changing the marketplace, but not really. They're listening to the market, whereas the music in industry is not. They're they're trying to create the market. You can't find the market. You can't fight the market. I predict in the next three to five years, vinyl records are going to go through the roof, and everybody eventually will have a phonograph in their house. Okay, now the one I ordered has everything I told you. Plus, it, it comes with the software Audacity, which I have on this computer, and I'm very familiar with it because back in the day when I did my podcast, I recorded them, then I uploaded them instead of doing them live. And then all of it's recorded for you automatically and then put on Podbean server and Spotify and whatever you share it with, and you can access it that way. But Audacity is a multi-channel, multi-track software that's easy to use and also converts your file to whatever you want to, i.e. MP3. So here we go. So we're going to take a physical format that you're in your possession, which the music industry does not want, in my opinion. Now you're going to have it. They don't like that. And then they're really going to not like you taking that and converting it to a format where you can listen to it on your favorite gizmo, i.e. MP3 players. So MP3 players are going to come back. Now, what's weird about this is this. I was told without any certainty or reliability or confirmation that the Apple iPod is going to make a comeback. And I this just popped into my head talking about this stuff. And I'm like, well, that's fucking crazy. That's dead. But is it? Because if the format becomes MP3 again, 
and you can convert it from your turntable phonograph with the USB connection cord, which it has to your PC or your Mac with audacity and create your own music library and MP3 format. You're going to want to take that with you and listen to it. I E MP3 player. And the people that get into this market again are going to make a gazillion fucking dollars again, but this time you're not going to stop it. So what this is going to be is a mix of technology where it's going to come to a termination point. And that's just, I just, I don't mean termination is an end, a focal point. It's all going to run into each other where old meets new and it's going to be such an explosion. You're not going to see ever see nothing like it in a very long time. So album LP technology is going to come back. Everybody's going to go. This is great. If you go to the reviews and read any turntable review, everybody's like, and if you're old enough to remember like me, because records were no big deal. It's like, it's a fucking record, you know, 45s, 33 and a thirds. 78s <laughs> uh, they weren't that common though but you know it's like we're going back to the floppy disk and in, in the computer industry that's that's what this is like but every view on amazon every review is like oh my god i cannot believe the sounds that i'm hearing with my ears this is truly music because most records were recorded in analog format. Now, this is a huge, huge, huge debate. But I would say without any type of hesitation, most audiophiles love analog LP, balanced, belt-driven, high cartridge quality phonograph record players over anything on the planet. So most albums that were pressed where the masters were analog. Now, I think beyond me that you still can take an analog tape. You can did digitize it into the new format, but it's still not digital. It's analog to digital, but now it is digital. But in my opinion, I know enough about sound and playing guitar and listening to music since I was a little kid that when you start digitizing stuff, put it this way. If you can take a piece of paper and a pen and on the left, this is an analog signal. So just move, move the pen up, but then come towards you and go down like three inches later and you just drew a hump. Okay. So like draw a hump and go down. Now go down and draw another hump and go up. Okay, that's a sine wave. And that's pretty much analog sound waves, okay, or one. Digital is squared. And that's like, so take the pen now, go straight up, go across, go back down, which will look like a staple. And that's digital. <clears throat> digital doesn't go into the negative, though. So it's just a repetitive audio wave that's digitized that looks like a staple. And the difference in space between that's the frequency. So, and then, and then the sine wave for analog, the frequency is how tall that sine wave is or short, basically. 
And in my opinion, when you have an analog, an analog sine wave is set naturally with no limitations in the highs or the lows. In digit, digit, digitization, it's clipped. That's why these, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just telling you, this is how I understand it. That's why an analog wave will keep going up on a curvature to the right still in motion, but the top of it will be the bubble of the highest peak of the highest frequency of the sound and then come back down and then go into the lower part, which would be your lows and your bass, I would assume. Uh, and then it goes back up because now that's one cycle or frequency or, or one cycle of frequencies. Digitize is clipped. And it can be compressed, which it usually is. So that, in my opinion, takes away the true sound and fidelity of music. So don't be surprised when you take an album and convert it to an MP3 that you're going to lose. I, I think it's just the nature of things and the technology. You're going to lose sound quality. But nonetheless... You're going to experience sound that you've never experienced in your life. I don't care if it's Dolby and um, THX and all this magic fucking, you know, digital crap and enhancements. Uh, and no offense to them, because some of it's just amazing. You know, go, go see a movie in IMAX and listen to that. But I will still say that phonograph record technology with vinyl and a needle will give digitized anything a run for their money. And you will experience and hear things you've never heard in your life because it's not clipped or limited. It is, it's natural. Whatever's there comes out. Now, is there limitations to an album? I'm sure in that technology, but I'm not aware of it. Because it is what it is. What's coming out of people's mouths and their, and their instruments turn into an electrical impulse and is transferred to the album or record and pressed is exactly just that. Minus running it through auto-tune and enhancements. You can run everything through enhancements and then burn or press an album but you're going to get what you you're going to get out what you put into it. There's nothing better than just raw music, maybe a little bit of reverb or delay or whatever coming out of a microphone with a vocalist in its true raw essence form or a guitar player with maybe a couple effects into the PA right into the freaking recording equipment to create an album but it's all digitized and all compressed and all changed and edited in this and that it's not the same so i say that because when you take take your album and you shove it into mp3 even on the highest quality encoder on winamp not winamp um i like that too uh audacity you're probably going to lose something. And then, of course, whatever you're playing it through, you're going to lose that too. But there's nothing better than listening to an album and looking at the album cover 
and reading that and learning about your favorite band and everything they put in there and physically have it in your hands and you can do whatever the fuck you want with it and listen to it in its purest form. Period. So I'm going to end this Tesho, whatever. But from what I'm hearing from people I know as artists and people who listen to music and the technology and what I see and now what artists are doing, I was allegedly, I was told that allegedly um, Taylor Swift does not stream her music and she is putting her music on LPs from what I know. I don't know if she's just putting it on albums, but I do know I was told that allegedly smart girl. I think people are going to artists are going to do, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to starve anyway. Let's press some albums. And I, and I, and in your merch artists, I can promise you, I don't know how many albums you're going to sell, but it's going to be a hell of a lot more than CDs. CDs are dead. Sadly, one of my favorite formats in the car specifically. Love it. And you can't even buy a car with one anymore. But that's what's going to happen. Albums are going to overtake the market in the music industry. And nobody can do a fucking thing about it. And that's the way it should be. And then the artists will finally start getting compensated for what they should be compensated for. And like I said, you'll get some of your merch back because you will sell albums. They're heavier than fuck. They take a lot of space, but you sell your, your album for 25. If you sold a bundle, a t-shirt and an album for 50 bucks as compared to selling, selling them a la carte and save your fans 10 bucks, you, you'll sell a fucking shitload of, of them. Why would you not? It's like, I can't wait to get this on my fucking turntable when I get home. Because that's the number one way to enjoy music in its purest form, besides a concert. And even then, guys, let's be honest, depending on your sound guy and your sound system and what you want, there's no more pure, no, how would you say that? The purest form to listen to music is through an LP. So let's see what happens. But I will let you know. I think mine just got delivered, actually. And I'll let you know. And I'm going to have some fun. And I'm going to go buy a fucking album. That's that's the, that's going to be the hardest decision. What's going to be my first album? I I don't know what. That's a good question. What was my first album I ever bought? I, I think it might be Boston, Boston. Which I would buy again. Maybe if I can find that, <laughs> I'll do it again. But I'm looking more like at Fleetwood Mac rumors because they have that at Walmart. I saw it. Uh, but I will let you know. And uh, yeah, just food for thought. But uh, I always am and always will be on the side of the artist. When greed and oppression and control and dysfunctionality rules the roost and you're just a small sliver of a byproduct of the product, which is you in your creativity, in your music. Uh, I have a problem with that. So let's see what happens. And I hope you make your dreams come true. You become an A-lister. 
sell every stadium you go into and every concert and sell a shitload of merchandise and finally get paid a fair and reasonable market salary or whatever. I mean, you're, you're in your own business. So I don't even want to say it's a market salary. It's, it's unlimited. It's you, it's your baby, man. It's your thing. It's your business. So start treating it like it and run it like it. You don't need anybody to tell you what to do. And shame on the music industry. If you fight this one, it might be your demise. I would seriously consider this and quit trying to be on the piggybacks of people that are trying to live their dreams and have awesome talent. And we can't hear them because you're making them conform to your system. That sucks. Okay. That's all I'm going to say, but I wish everybody all the success and rewards in the world. You just need to be reasonable and share it. But the people that are really suffering from this, the way it is now are the artists and the fans. And without those two, there is no music industry. So think about that one. Okay. I'm going to go. That's it. It's time to end the show. What's going on. Uh, got some people chat in the popped in the chat room. Uh, what's that? Sean, Gigi, Ava, Everteen, I don't know. Sad to say, I have to read. I have to put readers on now. That's sad. Uh, PBGE09 Gina, PER, PEV. I can't even read them. What the fuck is PEVG, XXCTZ, whatever. That's that. So, uh, all right, share the show in our 15 minutes. Hopefully, it all sounded good. I'll find out. This will get uploaded, and then I will play it back and see how it sounds. The next podcast will be with me and KK, and we're going to discuss. Um, I'll just keep it, keep you in suspense. You're going to like it, but you got to have an open mind, and uh, it should be a great first show. So there you go. Share the show. Thanks for listening to me, and have a great day. You've been listening to the original Red Pill Show.